Welcome back to Arnold's Pump Club. Today, we have three incredible topics. I'll be sharing a study that reveals how many calories you burn during sex. We'll also talk about a popular dieting technique that might make you feel sad, and not just because you're cutting calories. But my favorite part of today's episode is sharing how to navigate the days you don't feel like training. I have some advice you might find surprising, and I hope it helps a lot of people. I created this podcast because I believe that fitness is for everyone. So I'm using the power of machines to help me deliver news, motivation, and advice that will make you healthier. And because I know you're busy, I won't take up much of your time. I'm not a cybernetic organism, but I do have an important mission to build the positive corner of the internet and lift up the world. There's too much negativity online, and I hope this podcast gives you the support you need to become a little bit better. I want to start with a question from the village. I was asked about how often you should hit PRs when you train. For those of you not familiar, PR stands for personal record, whether it's the most push-ups you've ever done or the most weight you've ever lifted. Adam has a great way of explaining why PRs aren't always necessary that I think you'll find helpful. And then I want to show how I became my best, even in moments when I didn't feel like I could push myself to the limit. We talk all the time about the importance of uh, a vision. I love this because it gives you an end point. But that doesn't mean there won't be hard days and challenges along the way. There's no need to beat yourself up when you don't feel like training. What matters most is showing up, even if you can't show out. Because if you keep putting in the work and appreciating the investment you make in your health, it creates habits that will make your vision a reality. Adam uses an equation, and I think it can help you feel better about those days you don't want to exercise. He says approximately 25% of your workouts are going to be a struggle. These are the days when you have no desire to train, but you still show up and you do something. Then there's another 50% of days that feel okay, but it's nothing special. These days you feel good enough and can see the small signs of progress. It might be an extra rep or set, or maybe five pounds added to the bar. It doesn't seem like much, but these days are the foundation of progress. Finally, about 25% of the time, you'll feel amazing. Your energy will feel limitless and incredible, and you'll wish every day felt like this. In these moments, push harder and expand your ceiling to see just how much you can accomplish. I love this equation because it reminds you that you don't have to feel your best to do what's best for your body, and it all adds up to success. But if math isn't your thing, here's a simple way to think about this. Even back in the pumping iron days, there would be some mornings, maybe once a week, where Franco and I woke up and didn't feel our best. But, and this is the key, not training was never an option. Um, those days, we, we still went to the gym. We showed up, and maybe we toned it down to start. Instead of doing chin-ups with my 230-pound body, 
I might do some easier pull downs with 150 pounds going through the motions. Even though we didn't think it was a great day, we made sure we showed up and trained for an hour and a half before going to lunch. And some days after going through the motions, Dave Draper would come over and ask if we wanted to do some incline bench press. I'd get into it and end up having a fantastic chest and back workout, even though I started out just planning to go through the motions. The key thing is showing up on the crappy days. Like I always say to you, an object in motion wants to stay in motion. So don't get down on yourself if it's just a bad day and you just go through the motions of training. I just want any motion at all. Maybe you'll mark off the workout and go to lunch. Maybe when you wake up the muscles, you'll have a better training day than you expected. The only way to know is to show up. PR days are possible because of the days when you feel like crap and still push yourself to become better. You don't need to PR every day. You just need to commit to your vision and show up for your health to improve in many life-changing ways by learning that effort matters more than chasing daily PRs. You'll build a more positive, resilient mindset that doesn't feel guilty when you're not feeling your best. This is how you become unstoppable. Let's now shift to something completely different. Uh, Rita asked if sex counts as exercise. We had a good laugh about this in our writer's room. But we also realized some fitness publications might avoid discussing this topic, but we take on everything. Our goal is not to censor information. It's to share all the elements that lead to a healthier lifestyle that includes tips on positivity, mindset, social connection, nutrition, fitness, and sleep. But admittedly, sex is another lifestyle factor that plays a big role. Sex supports immune function, lowering levels of stress and blood pressure, and is linked with reducing the risk of heart disease. Many years ago, one study even suggested that people who have lots of orgasms can improve mortality by up to 50%. We're not sure how you can qualify that, but a recent study did try to answer if sex burns a lot of calories, turns out sex is kind of like a walk in the park. Based on the 13 studies reviewed, sex burns an average of 100 calories, typically 70 to 150 calories per person. Of course, many variables influence that number, such as health status, position, duration, and anything else your mind can dream up. Before you assume you burn more calories than what they found in the lab, know this. The average duration of the sex in the studies ranged from 18 to 32 minutes. Finally, I want to discuss an unknown downside of one of the most popular types of diets. Lots of people think that low carb is the way to go if you want to lose fat. Before you buy that assumption, know this. Research suggests low carb diets and low fat diets are equally effective at helping you lose weight. After 12 months, those on a low carb plan lose about a tenth of a pound more per month Yep, just one-tenth of a pound. What matters more is finding a plan you can stick with. And as we shared earlier this week, bumping up your protein can be an easy way to help you lose weight.
but there is another reason you might want to consider not cutting out all the carbs. According to research in the archives of internal medicine, a diet too low in carbs can reduce the brain chemical serotonin. That's because carbohydrates work with insulin to release serotonin. This makes you feel good and helps control your mood and your appetite and helps prevent you from overeating. Remember, you should be choosing the diet that feels most sustainable. So if you don't love carbs or feel your best without them, then it might be the right plan for you. But if that's not your case, don't feel forced to cut carbs. It might make you more negative and you know how much we want to bring more positivity into your life. That's it for today. Thank you again for being a part of Arnold's Pump Club. This village would not be possible without all of you. And thank you to our editors-in-chief, Adam Bornstein and Daniel Ketchell, who helped me with this podcast and our daily newsletter. We are building the positive corner of the internet, and the three of us are here to support you. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review. We love hearing from you. Together, we have the strength to lift up the world.